The Torah content for this week has been sponsored by Judah and Naomi Dardik in honor of Rabbi Moskowitz's second yard site and in appreciation for all those whose love of Torah and excitement for ideas shines in their teaching. Okay, so let's, uh, <laughs> let's review what we did yesterday, and I found a couple things. So uh, this is Matan's name, Yud Gimel. Kol nikra belial. Anyone who hides his eyes from tzedakah is called lawless. So we need to come up with another word. So there's lawless. Someone uh, texted me and suggested um, anarchic. Um, I think anarchic has a different connotation of like, yeah, like that's like anti-law, right? Yeah, which which might fit under belial in certain cases, but uh, but then there's belial, and then there's um, uh, the Ibn Ezra one, which is that he will not ascend. Because can we think of, uh, of of a of an English word that captures the fact that like this guy is like destined for not success? Hellbound. Hellbound. That's <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit religious in its uh, 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 connotations as opposed to um, just not like being successful, you know? Um, low life. Low life, I feel like in English, we use that more for like someone with bad meters, you know? But low life is, is closer to it. It is bad meter, right? Right. But it doesn't capture the thing of like this Ibn Ezra, Shalom Ya'ale, Vishlo Yigayo, Vishlo Yichya. He will not ascend, he will not be redeemed, and he will not live. If there's a word, irredeemable is for, yeah, whatever. Okay, fine. Um, just as it says by the Ovid of Odazara Belial, Bavodazara who Omer Yatu Anashim Benin Belial, with Malim in a minute Staka who Omer Hisham Lapen Yahia Dover in Lavavra Belial. I don't know if I made this clear yesterday. Uh, but the, I don't know if I said that these are the only two places in Chumash where the word Belial is used. Like, this is not just a stam, you know, like so many Xerashavas are just like, the word is used a lot of times and they choose it here. Uh, this one is, this is like the only time where the, the term is used. Um, okay, fine. So that's, so that's one thing is he's lawless. Two is Vnikra Rasha. He's called a Rasha. This is a guy who hides his, uh, from giving tzedakah. Shnemar Varachni Rashaim Achzari. The mercies of the wicked are cruel. Nikrachote, and he's called a sinner. Shnemar Vakara Allah Al Hashem Bahayavachit. Um, it says uh, he will call to Hashem and uh I mean the poor person will call to Hashem, Bahayabachit, and there will be a sin in you. So our questions were: what are these three condemnations of the guy who hides from Sadaka? That he is called lawless like an Ovid of Odazara, he's called a Russia, and he's called a Chote. So we theorized yesterday a bunch of things about the similarities with the Vodazara. So I found one thing that might support, um, uh, what do you call, uh, several of our approaches, but I kind of forgot who said what. So it doesn't really matter. Um, so I, I looked at my trusty friend, the Torts Mima. Okay. And he quotes our Drasha. He says, Im This is in Torts Mima on Devarim 15, uh, 9. Uh, Anyone who hides his eyes from Tzedakah, it's as if he worships the Zara. Got to zoom in on the footnote here. Okay. And um, just a quick review about how the Torts Mima works is he brings down. Chazals, usually halachic chazals, but um, chazals on the psukim, and then the footnotes is him explaining it. And usually he doesn't give, sorry, not usually he doesn't always give idea explanations, but he tries to explain what the basis of the diok is. But then sometimes you get a uh, an idea from him. So here's a place where you get an idea. Okay, so you should. See what I wrote in the previous letter that this pasuk also is talking about tzedakah. Because what was the you remember what the pasuk was actually about? 
it was about, where are we? Uh, lending in the Shemitah year, right? I think mm-hmm. the guy who, uh, the Shemitah year is coming and he doesn't want to lend. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. So you might think that that only applies to, to someone who doesn't want to lend in the Shemitah year, but he's saying it applies to someone who, um, who uh, doesn't give it to Dako. So now what's the uh, similarity to Avodah Zarah? So one of us said this yesterday. Yeah, you, okay. Um, so the idea of all the tzedakos in the Torah, like lekepea, shechacha, et cetera, is to know that everything that a person has does not belong to him. Uh, absolutely. It only comes to him through God. Uh, and as a sign uh, for this belief, mafrishin tzedakos shonos. Then we we uh, apportion out different tzedakos. Aval zeshemalim ena bin hatzedaka. But this guy who hides his eyes from tzedaka, havi kamosh kofir b'hashgachas Hashem v'siuo. It's as if he's denying hashgachas Hashem and his assistance. But Omer shekoho v'otem yado osa lo tovo umamono. Um, and uh, and it's, he's saying my strength. His strength and the strength of his hand made from this uh, money. In Cain, who killed Avodos Kochavin, and he's like an Avodos Kochavin. Yeah, so he's putting it in terms. So, can we just get an idea out of this? Because I think there's multiple directions we could go here. So, so just to reiterate, he's saying that the premise of all tzedakah is that um, this money doesn't belong to you; it's coming to you from God, and therefore, if you withhold it it's as if you are taking credit for it. And that's like I gave the analogy. The first time this happens in the Torah is when Cain gives a Korban, but he withholds the best produce and gives the inferior one, which kind of betrays the notion that he is acknowledging that like God has some role in this, but he's saying like, literally I'm entitled to this, you know, is it because I, I, I made it, you know? Um, so how exactly is this a denial of Hashgacha? What was it? Of the, of the not giving tzedakah. Is it denial or is it okay? So he uses the word denial. That's what I want to understand. Like, is it, how is this a denial? Um, go on. Uh-huh. Right. And that, yeah. Okay. So one route to take, I think that is definitely a viable route. One route to take is that you're not relying on God's Hashgacha vis-a-vis you. Right. And I, again, I think it's, um, because none of us in this room are in dire poverty, I think it's easy for us to um, forget, a, or not to forget, to, to not think about what it's like to give tzedakah when you are like earning the minimal amount to survive. It takes an act of imuna to do the mitzvah and trust that you'll be provided for in the same way as like, again, I don't know, I don't think any of us are in this position or our parents are in this position, but some of our grandparents or great-grandparents were like, you know, to not work on Shabbos was like, you might starve that week, you know? Um, so, and certainly with the Shemitah, we can understand that, you know? So that's like one approach. I think that's good. Yeah. I, was thinking along, I think this might be on similar lines, yeah. but like the fact that specifically on the Ashkaha point, the fact that um, to my knowledge is like a specific 
Ashkafa, that's like a specific, um, whatever it's called. Oh, I don't know what it's called. What's it called? Like a uh, promise? But like a, not promise? Havtacha? Havtacha, yeah. Havtacha? I mean, or like just a Ashkafa kind yeah. of thing that like giving tzedakah is not going to make you poor. Right. So like by saying I need this money for myself because I need to pay my bills. Right, that's money, denying that. That's denying that. Ashkafa. Yeah, yeah, correct. Okay, good. So that's one approach. I can think of, I think I can think of two more. Well, one I kind of already said, which is, um, which is n- denying God's role in you getting the money, right? In other words, uh, initially, in other words, that's like with the kind thing where really, or the example I gave yesterday of like, you know, instead of viewing it as though I get a hundred, you know, like a thousand dollars and then God's forcing me to give, um, you know, hundred away, really should view it as though God is giving you the thousand dollars and saying you can keep a certain amount, but I want you're my shliach to give it to someone else, you know. So like that's I think closer to the invocation of Kochi Otam Yadi of like taking credit for it, you know. And instead of taking credit for it, you just realize it comes from Hashem. The third approach, which I don't know, this I I don't know if this is what he's saying, but I think it's still an idea, is that um, when we talk about God being a uh, being Ose Chesed Mishpat and Tzedakah, yeah, you want to say? I mean, I, I'm not sure I'm going on the same line, sure. but I was thinking that, like, I was also thinking that if we talk about God, like, um, um, providing for and, like, loving the, the, the poor. Right? Yeah. So the method that he has for that is that we take from our money yeah. that he gave us and yeah. we give to them. Exactly. So by saying, I'm not going to do that, it's basically saying, God, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to fulfill you being a... Exactly. So it's it's like a denial of God's uh, of God's hashgacha in actual. Like you are literally blocking God's hashgacha because God's hashgacha is giving Torah to the Jews and commanding them in mitzvah tzedakah in order to take care of the aniyim. That's how God takes care of the aniyim. You know. So like you're you're like it's almost worse than being kofer in tzedakah like intellectually. You're actually like blocking the tzedakah, the pusayach tzedakah. You know. Yeah, that's like, and again, I don't think that's what he's saying, but I think it does fit in with the uh, the overall approach. Cool. Yeah, so that's so. Yeah, all right. So those are three ideas. I'm, I'm satisfied with that. Um, and then I think what we said yesterday uh, is good. That this happens to correspond to, you know, uh, the Avodah comparison corresponds to like a Bain Adam Lamakom um, uh, dimension, calling the person a Russia and saying he's cruel is talking about Midos, and that's being a Bain Adam Laatmo type thing, and then calling Mechote. And the Pasuk saying that when you harm this guy, then this guy will cry out to God is talking about being on the Havera, that you're harming this other person. So I think that fits in nicely. Okay, let's move on. Okay, God is close to the outcry of Anim. Okay, meaning um, they're, uh, uh, yeah, the Makbili says, That's what Shava means. We had this earlier in Shemos in the second parak. When the Jew, when the Vatal Shavasam El Halakimin Avoda, that they're outcried. It's, it's a weird word. It's not um, uh, not so common. Shanemar, uh, as it says, Shavas Aniim Tishma. As it says, the outcry of the Aniim you listen to. So I was, I actually encountered this first on the uh, the Shelat Rambam, and I was shocked because it says. Um, oh. I'm at the wrong place. Nope, I'm not at the wrong place. Oh yeah, Shavas Anim Atatishma, and it didn't have a quotation of the pasuk. And and he he says, 
Ainze Pasuk Bimikra, this is not actually a Pasuk. Elohu Mishpat Mi Birkas Nishmas Lafi Nusach Svarad. It's uh, an excerpt from the Brach of Nishmas, uh, according to the Svarad of Nusach. Shikishinira Haya Shagur Al Pirbeno, that uh, was, you know, fluent in the Ramam's mouth of Al Baseder Hatfilos, Shibsov Sefer Ava, Hishmito. But he doesn't have this in his Seder Tfilos. Yeah, uh, this line, I mean, I mean, he has Nishmas. No, yeah, it is no, weird, no, right? Biglal, Hafraso, Hahalachtis, Shain Omrim Shum, Tachanunim, Vashabis. Interesting. Based on the Ram's decision to not have Tachanunim on Shabbos. It's not really a Tachanunim, is it? I would say it's a praise, right? Unless I, maybe we're not reading the first part of it. We have to look at the Spartak Sitter, but because, uh, right, just, just this phrase, Shavasa Nim Atatishma, is a praise. Mm-hmm. Right, not asking for anything. Uh, but he quotes Shaz Shubas Rabbeinu Reish Ches, which maybe we could look at. Okay, fine. Let's go back. Lefikach, um, therefore, Tzarech Lehizahir Mitzahakasam. You need to be careful from their outcry. I don't know if that means careful to not make them cry out or careful to respond to their outcry. Shahari bris Kruselem, there's a, a, a covenant sealed with them. Shnemar says, It says in Shemos that when the poor person cries out to me, uh, I will hear because I'm gracious. Let's just see that in context. Again, 22. Uh, Shemos, 22. Let's those a little bit smaller. Uh, what did it say? 22, 26. Uh, context is Im Kesef Talve es Ami es Ani Imach Lotie Lo Kinoshe Lotisimun Alach Alav Neshech. So you shouldn't. Uh, hold on just a second here. I just want to see if there, if Nima's if translation is complete yet. Yeah, here we go. If you loan money to my people, to the poor who is among you, you shall not be for him a creditor and you shall not take. From him, interest. Im chabol tachbol salmas reacha ad bo shemesh teshivenu lo. If you will take the garment of your fellow as a security by sunset, you should return it to him. He kisuso levada he simlaso la oro ba meyishka vayaki yitzake live shemat ki chanun ani. For it is his only covering. If if it is his garment for his skin, what with what shall he lie? And if he cries out to me, I will listen, for I am gracious. Right. So the question. So are we reading? What was it? Oh, no. Yeah, you mean with the, be careful mitzah yeah. It sounds from the pasuk that you should be careful to not do actions that cause them to cry out, right? Um, so I think the question is going to have to be here: <laughs> What's this idea of a brisk krusa with the uh, the anim? And I just want to, for the sake of, uh, I don't think we're going to work on this today, but um, I just want to see. I feel like we've seen this with the uh, last year um, brisk krusa with anyone who. Uh, learns at night, I think. Um, or there's something in Talmud Torah about this. Uh, I just want to see where the Ram uses bris krusa. Uh, I don't think he uses it at a time. And that's what that, maybe we'll get some uh, insight into that from here. Hold on just one second here. Zoom in. Why is this not clicking? Why is this frozen? Rambam. Okay. Yeah, it does not look like that many of them. Okay, so we got Talmud Torah. Oh, I was wrong. Bris krusa shakol hayagea betorosa bevesa knesses lobim herahu mishakeach. Uh, a covenant is sealed with anyone who who learn who exerts himself in Torah in the base haknesses. I think we analyze why in the base haknesses, not the base midrash, right? And then he will not quickly forget. Uh, and then we have in Matanos Niim we have Ar Halacha, and then we have in Bikurim. No, that's a different Bris Krusa, and that's a different. Oh, so these are the only two, the only two. So we got a Bris Krusa with learning in Shul, 
that you won't forget, and a bris krusa with uh, with the anim that God will respond to their tefillah. Yeah. This is a very new halacha. I guess the last halacha. Yeah, good question. Um, right. It sounds more like is uh, an azhara about how to treat the poor than a new halachic nafkamina, which we're going to, I think we're going to see, I mean, we've already seen in this parak that a lot of this parak seems to be like about how to relate to the halachas that were previously stated, previously stated rather than new nafkaminas. Um, I guess you could say that there's nafkamina here about like, let's say another like this. If you do something that makes a poor person cry out, that's not necessarily a violation of like the assay or the los assay of giving tzedakah or withholding tzedakah, but yet it's relevant to how you treat anim and it belongs in this parak. Mm-hmm. Right, so let's think about that for tomorrow and try to crack that that uh, that nut. Is that the muscle? Crack the nut? Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Um, okay, not related. Okay, so I'll stop this in. What was that? Shell, yes, the shell. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewos at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.